Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louie. And my name is Lockie, and this week we played a three hours of The Prince of Persia, 2008 style. Louie, Louie, Louie. What's up? <laughs> Hi. Hi. It's um, Christmas. Hey. It's, 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 it is that time of year. Is it not? Yeah. Yeah. It's Christmas. Come in yeah. there. It's very close. We are it's... five days out. You got all your prezies? For other people? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've got them in- incoming at least. My boys down at Amazon HQ are working their magic. Absolutely. To send me a, a puzzle, a mug, ooh, uh, a book. <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. All from Amazon. That stuff is the rest of the stuff I've uh, yeah. already got. Uh, I yeah. see. I see. I see. How about you? I've still got, I've still got, um, I think some stuff's not going to make it for Grace. I think it's going to be late. Really? Yeah. 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 Uh, what do you do about that? It's been like, it's been like, there's just, there's a thing I, I ordered on the like 10th of December. Um, and it's just been sitting at like some Royal Mail post office since then. So I just it's not it's not getting here. Whatever that whatever's going on with that, it could be years. Yeah, that could be years. Something good? Can you tell yeah. me? Will Grace listen? Uh, Grace, uh, don't listen. She won't listen. Grace doesn't listen. Grace doesn't listen to this show. Um, Great. Let's yeah, it's, um, just a, it's, a, it's just a little necklace thing. That I think oh, she'll like. How romantic! Is it? <laughs> Very romantic, Louis. Little necklace. You think? Yeah, Very. it's actually like it's it's half a love heart. Um, <laughs> it's half a puzzle piece. You have <laughs> yeah. the other one. It's actually the Millennium Puzzle. Oh shit, that is romantic. Yeah. And in one yeah. half it says Yugi, uh, and in the other half <laughs> the other one it that says, says Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say uh, my favorite person. <laughs> Yugi, my favorite person. Kind of like my UB, but. Person. Yeah. Much funnier. Mm. <laughs> um, t- talking of funny, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, this week we played uh, Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia 2008. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. about right. Mm. This is a game that I had. Uh, one of my first... Why the fuck did I have this game? I want to say that this one was bought by my brother. Yes, sure. In the PS3 phase when he bought everything and just brought it back to the house. And then you were like sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play Prince of Persia for probably eight hours. So was this your first Prince of Persia then back then? Or did you play Sands of Time? No, this was my first one. Have you ever played Sands of Time? 
No. Wild. I've played uh, this one and the original that <laughs> you made me play. It's really funny. I know. Uh, two <laughs> purely polar opposite games. They are, yeah. In, they in, are. Yeah. In a lot of ways. In every way. In every way. Completely different design philosophies. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, yeah, so you... you um, I had played Sands of Time and... Um, and then I thought, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but what even I is borrowed... Sands of Time? I don't even know what Sands of Time is. Prince of Persia Sands of Time is the reboot of Sands Prince of, of Persia after Sands Ubisoft bought it. Um Directed by oh yeah of course that one Patrice Desilet um and then yeah that cover is iconic isn't it yeah um uh so I borrowed your version of Prince of Persia two thousand eight um and then played it through um sometime after it came out um and I um. It sort of stuck in my mind as like definitely not a game I loved at the time and still not a game I love today, but I guess, <laughs> I guess it's got something about guess, it, doesn't it? It do, I think it does. Like, I think like, um, I mean, we talked a million times, but like, I really love, um, climbing shit and I love detailed animations that like kind of take priority over everything else, including fun. Um, <clears throat> You don't. And you don't like, like animations that take priority over fun. No I do. way. You don't. You I do. Don't. I absolutely no, you don't. do. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I absolutely. Uh, the animations do. in this game are that they are great. A lot of them. Yeah. Um, I think. I think it's that's. It's true just the one animation. The Prince of games. It's just yeah. the uh, completely self-involved animation. Work, well, this. And I just adore it. This animation is that's like the legacy of the franchise so different from the original Prince of Persia animation in which that was animation that was, yes, it was in the place of fun, but at the same time it was its own fun and sort of played a purpose in the gameplay. Whereas the animation in this, it's like it was in Spiritfarer, uh, which was the worst example of this, where <laughs> it's just an animation that takes too long and just stops gameplay. Mm. And it's just the one animation of Elika getting on your back. Yeah, that's is the only animation in this. That's which not I a good one. I think. I think like we're getting ahead of ourselves, but like I think yeah, this game are. actually, <laughs> its animation work is like it's kind of this game is just you just kind of press forwards and 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 then the character just does all the stuff for you. Um, and I personally really enjoy that. Um, I like those like. People often deride like the uncharted like climb up yellow bricks thing, mm. um, and I totally get why it's kind of boring when it happens over and over again. But like, I always kind of enjoy it in games, um, and I just like like watching a character sort of slowly or quickly navigate through a space without me having to do that much. Mm. Um, I, I enjoy watching all the animations play after another, um, and this game is a, a excellent example of that stuff. Yeah, mass. I mean, do you want to quickly explain what this game is? Yeah, so um, this is a sort of another reboot of the Prince of Persia series, still by Ubisoft, um, um, and it sort of it came out at a funny time, sort of between, um, it was after Assassin's Creed, 
Um, this game did not come out after Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. What were they thinking? Um, you would have thought that this would have led into Assassin's Creed. Well, Sands of Time led into Assassin's Creed. Um, sure. And then that team went off to make Assassin's Creed, and um, they made a couple of worse Sands of Time sequels, like Warrior Within and stuff, and then uh, they decided to sort of reboot it. Um, and this was also before the movie came out. So it was like a weird time for the series. They didn't know what they were doing with it. And they decided to take it in a direction that like um, was in in its own way sort of original. Um, um, there's a lot of derivative stuff in it. But like from the series, I think it takes a couple of like left turns and tries to do something a little different. Um, it's sort of inspired, I think, by like Shadow of the Colossus. It feels a lot like um, it's got this kind of painterly art style. Um yeah, it's uh, very Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Um, you uh, run into a lady. You play as uh, Nathan Drake, and you run into a lady, um, and you have to go around this sort of seemingly open, but not at all, incredibly linearly open map, um, picking Palace, up temple, glowing vibe. Orbs, um, and then defeating uh, the sort of the same four bosses over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, uh, and basically, you can't really die ever. Um, it's, no, the it's game bizarre. makes yeah, an interesting it's... decision of like, for, like it's Sands of Time did a similar thing, but less um, opaque because Sands of Time you could rewind time, but you could only do that a limited amount of time. So eventually you did have to restart from checkpoint if you messed up too much. In this game, they're just like, you know what? No, it is annoying when you just jump in the wrong direction and die. Let's just make it so um, the female character just kind of juices you back to the place you were last at. Um, and I I didn't die in combat. I wasn't sure if you could. No, you can't. Um, it seems uh, it like... Resets, it, I think it resets the enemy's health. Oh, does it? Mm, yeah. Um, so it's, it's not a game about... Um, challenge um i don't really know what it's about <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird i mean so you're with this girl she has magical powers and it's basically you two just navigating this weird space trying to resolve generic evil problems um yeah the it's, whole thing it's trying... is wall climbing and parkour and jumping from ledge to ledge uh and like you said the whole thing is weirdly almost on rails i mean so the way I was thinking about it is all of the climbing sequences are almost like um, real-time action uh, events. You mean quick-time events? Quick-time quick events. Real-time yeah. action. What am I talking about? Quick-time events, uh, except it doesn't bring the button up on the yeah, screen. It's, You're just quick presented time events. with a thing that you can only interact with with a certain one button. So of yeah. force to press certain buttons at certain times to uh, navigate the space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what it is. It's like you see like a, a, a sort of a, there are these kind of a door knockers hanging off the walls, these large <laughs> door knockers. What a weird choice um, as well. And like when you see the door knocker, that means you have to press circle again when you get near it and you'll sort of grapple over it and keep moving on. And there might be three of those in a row. So you'll just do that in a sort of a rhythm. And it's kind of got this like, you do get into these nice flow states of rhythm. Um, uh, but I think it's, 
I enjoy it for that. And I, and I think if that's what you're going into it, sort of accepting, um, it's good. But I think also if you come into it, hoping for something a bit more involved, you'll be like very frustrated at that, like sort of, because it's kind of trying to pretend that it's something more than that. You know, like if it was very obviously like, that's what you're doing, I think it would be easier to accept because it's trying to disguise it that well. Um, it sometimes maybe feels a little bit like, wow, I really have just pressed forward and X 20 times in the last five minutes. Mm -hmm. And fought the same enemy seven times. And I think yeah. it's it's so weird because, like you said, it's coming off Assassin's Creed in that case, in which that's what you're used to at the time. I think it's much easier to play a game like this now once you're sort mm. of detached from all the context of modern gaming. But when you're a child and you've been playing Assassin's Creed and then you play this and you're like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, it's Yeah, it's really interesting because, like, Assassin's Creed also massively simplified climbing because you just hold a button and move. Mm. But the difference is you can go in any direction whenever you want in Assassin's Creed. So, like, it limited the, the like, actual contextual buttons, but your choice was a lot bigger. Um, whereas this is like, okay, now what if we just minimized all sides of it um, uh, and you just... Make you press a few different buttons. Um, yeah. Um... So it is weird, and I think coming back to, like, Prince of Persia after Assassin's Creed, I mean, it's why that series has, for the most part, completely stopped, I think, is because they started making open-world Prince of Persia games, and then it's like, well, do you really want to go back to climbing a pole and then jumping off the pole to a ledge and then pulling yeah. yourself up over and over again? Which I do, but, like, I get but, why but the that might not do. be you. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, it's funny because... The gameplay is so mindless that it's almost kind of no. This game, just everything about this game is like trash, crappy TV. Where <laughs> okay, it's not good, <laughs> but it's it's almost kind of nice, you know. Um, mm. It's not actually funny, but it's a little bit endearing. God. It's it's not funny. Uh, <laughs> it's you know, it's not fun, but it's kind of playable. Um and you it do wild, progress like, through the, it. Um uh the Nathan Drake Nolan North stuff like just considering like he was in Uncharted as Nathan Drake and then he was also Desmond Miles in Assassin's Creed 1 and two, and three, and like, <laughs> and then a million other things at the time. And then also Ubisoft was like, okay, let's also just put him in Prince of Persia playing exactly the same character. Yeah, quippy, um, witty. Quippy, witty, like, weird, why is this man an American man? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bizarre performance as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's um because, I, I mean, he is great. He's very talented. Yeah, of course. And he delivers the line so well. But every line just feels so out of place <laughs> within yeah. that within that world, within that character, and even sort of within conversations. Um it didn't sound like two people talking. It sounded like Nathan Drake delivering quips, followed by uh to like a, a spirit voice elf. line. <laughs> Like, it's like Nathan Drake talking to us, yeah, to some sort of elf that he's met in the desert. Like, it doesn't, 
Um, she, <laughs> the, the, the female character is like, she just exists to like spout lore at you. Um, but she's so good too. You know, I like her as a character. She delivers the lines fine and stuff, but like the things that she's saying, like she's just like chucking like proper nouns at you and like trying to explain why you're doing the things you're doing. And like, um, they have this really, well, they have this thing where, um, uh, you can, at, well, not at any time, but sometimes you can press like L1 to just kind of talk to her, mm. um, which it's, is a nice idea. A, it's a bizarre way of delivering story because this game has so few cutscenes, um, mm. but it has infinite cutscenes that are optional that you can just activate at any moment by talking to the girl, which I like. I think it's I like. a great way of doing it. However, there is obviously the issue that you stop moving while these cutscenes yeah. are delivered. <laughs> like, just play that. Give us Uncharted. Yeah. We've just exactly. come off Uncharted. Let us move and run this repetitive shit over and over again along these walls. Um, at least give us the uh, dialogue then rather than making us stand still. Yeah, like, if I could have some, like, an audiobook playing while I was running across these walls, like, great. Like, mm. just, like, weave the tale for me while I'm doing this parkour shit. But, like, the fact that you have to, like, stop mid-run and be like, so... Tell me about this zone. And then she just like whips off a bunch of random shit that I can barely hold in my brain. Um, it just feels pretty dry. Um, also, it's not only uh, it's delivered in like 10 second chunks, which I kind of love uh, because, you know, they'll have like an opening about that bit and then you can just press it again and then it'll give you another 10 seconds about it <laughs> yeah. and then it'll stop and you can just do it again another 10 seconds and sometimes you can just get like a minute and a half of com of uh of dialogue just by pressing this button what nine times yeah which is great yeah um, um i think the characters are good i think they look great uh yeah i think they both look great i think they are both fairly interesting enough yeah, I think I mean I think I think like the the art's good. Um um animation's good. All that stuff's good. Even like the general conceit I think like works really well. I think I think the problem is is it's just um uh slightly like held down by like I don't know. I guess like just kind of triple A stuff that was popular at the time and and um it feels like it very much wants to be different from other games, but um uh, is still stuck to some like basic sort of rules that all those games were following. Um, it feels like, in a lot of ways, it feels like a kind of modern indie game um, um, with some expensive crap chucked on top. Um, yeah, but it remind an indie game would have more content in it. <laughs> yeah, an indie, an indie game would be have a lot more soul, I think. But yeah. like, but. Um, but it does have something in there of like a focus on a specific idea and like, like really drilling down on it. Um, I thought it was funny. There's this, um, uh, so yeah, the game is just literally running forwards kind of. And then like every once in a rare while you'll have like a boss fight. And then it, it's almost more rare. There's like the occasional sort of random enemy on like a platform. Um, and the game, like it says when you're getting near it, like if you, run fast enough you don't have to do the fight and it's like well, maybe you, maybe you shouldn't have put that in if like you don't want me to do it um 
it's like it's, I want to run by it. And then you're literally like, I'm literally like, God, I really need to do this platforming bit so I don't have to fucking do another one of these annoying, boring fights. And well, I mean, I, the fights are so easy as well. I mean, they're almost put in there to sort of provide combat because they feel like yeah, a video game should have combat. <laughs> and it's probably been too long since you've done any combat. Um, yeah. The combat in this game is also equally weird where some of it feels great, but a lot of it just feels awful. Mm. Again, animations look really clean. It can be fun, but then there's certain things like the way you stick to an enemy drove me nuts in this game. In what way? In the way that you lock on and then can't unlock on and can't sort of move within the space without sort of pivoting around the enemy. Hmm. Well, you only have a fight like one enemy at a time, though. Sure, but sometimes you want to move around the space and you just can't. Yeah. Because you're like literally locked within a certain distance. So if you roll away from them, you can't just sort of go to the other side of the platform. You'll sort yeah. of have to do it at tandem with this enemy. Yeah, it almost becomes like it almost becomes like a sort of a a 2D fighter mm. um, where you're sort of stuck on this plane until the camera decides to go in a different direction yeah and i mean so there are times when uh as you progress certain enemies will do certain things which will mean uh and it's worth mentioning that as you play this game you are sort of playing as the main character as the prince of persia whilst sort of playing in tandem with elika who's the female um and she will be i don't know if he is the prince of persia huh I don't know if he is the Prince of Persia. I don't know. I think I'm, he might just be a guy. They hinted it. Do they? I skipped a lot of the story stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they mentioned it at some point. Okay. And also that I, whatever. I mean, I'm not interested in this um, <laughs> enough to sort of dig deep. But, um, yeah, and, I'm and curious. I'll be honest. Now I now I want to know if he is the Prince of Persia. You'll have to keep playing. Have you finished this game? No. Do you intend not since, to? Not since 2009. Um, probably not. Um, I could play a bit more. Did, um, you, did you just want to play this coming off your uh, Prince of Persia hype? Uh, I yeah. I just I just have touched quite a few of them recently, and I remembered this one, and I remember thinking it was kind of interesting and. Last year, I played an indie game called The Pathless, um, which is very, very different. Um, but there's something there's something about them that lines up in my head, and I was thinking about it while I was playing it, so I just wanted to double-check. And, though, uh, yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I can see my own thoughts. Um, um, yeah, that's why. Interesting. Interesting. I, I assumed you'd played more of it or had been playing it recently. Nope. So you, you've only played three hours? I think I played like four or five. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this game, to be honest. It was it's really, really weird. easy to play. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like watching Coach Trip. <laughs> it is. I've been, they put it on Netflix recently, and it's one of my favorite shows. Um, yeah. And I've been watching some of it, and it's just guff that just goes by in a flash. But it's really mm-hmm. quite charming. I mean, Coach Trip is better than Prince of Persia. Okay. Uh, 
but it it has a lot of similar qualities, I think. A lot of similar <laughs> qualities. Okay. I'd love to see your thesis on this one. In comparison. Mm-hmm. Go to uni and again and <laughs> Yeah, if you could write another write dissertation. Write that dissertation. But compare Coach Trip and Prince of Persia 08. I'd have to do it with a certain season. I do like out season uh I do like the season of Coach Trip that was out in 08 versus Prince <laughs> of Persia 08. How long has Coach Trip been going? Oh, forever. It doesn't really go anymore. It's not really a thing anymore. Oh, really? You're just re-watching Coach Trip at this point? Yeah, well, this is a really old series they put on Netflix. Uh, the old ones are the best ones, though. Mm. Since then, they've tried to Love Islandify some of it, and that didn't yeah. really work, and then they, you know, I think they have the occasional uh, celebrity one, but those are only ever, like, ten episodes long. Yeah. You want the beauty that it is, a 30-episode season of Coach Trip just filled with all sorts of characters. All is it characters. a season, is one season all the same people? Have you ever seen it? No. It's a great setup. So it's um, uh, the tour guide, Brendan, who's amazing, um, takes, I think, like eight couples around Europe. And uh, every day they have a vote off at the end of the day. And whoever gets the most votes gets a yellow card. Two yellows, you get a red and you're off the coach. And a new couple comes in. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> How much time do they spend on the coach? I imagine a bit, but you don't see that much. Oh, okay. So okay. The, the context of the episode will be two activities per day. And then the uh, vote off. Gosh. It's good. It's really good. And what else is interesting is that because it's continuous and moving, that there'll be things that happen in between the episodes when they will go on a night out together. <laughs> or like, But, you know, the beauty of it is that it's the biggest mix of couples from around the UK you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll be like, so the one I'm watching now that's just gone on Netflix is like two posh young lads, like two guys from London, two scout leaders, um, like these old scout leaders, two like old grands from Wales, a mm. mum and her boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, it's for, and then, you know, just like a couple with an English person, an American and it's just them uh, doing, like, stupid tourist activities around Europe. So it's like a really, really long come dine with me. Yeah, kind of. And um, instead of food, it's, you know, yeah, we're going on a treasure hunt <laughs> in around this art gallery. Or we're going to a sausage factory to make sausages Ooh. if we're in Germany. Uh, etc. Uh huh. It's very good. It sounds like some good trash. It is. Um, yeah, and it made me think about Prince of Persia. <laughs> Hilariously. I personally would not say Prince of Persia is like trash in that sense. It is. Like consumable trash. It's I would consumable say it's like... trash. That's what this game is. 
Um, but I'll accept it. I couldn't um, have put it better myself. Yeah. Uh, the world that you play in is bizarre. It's meant mm. to be a palace, this big palace area, but it's like 90% caverns and walls. Yeah. Um, and there'll be sort of a city floating palace in the sky in one section and then you go down a corridor and you're suddenly in like a sewer <laughs> like a sewage system um, yeah they got they've got it's got like sort of four sort of main uh biomes i guess like mm. um i can't really remember them all but there's like yeah there's like a palace zone and then there's like a an outside zone and then there's like a gross zone and uh, I can't remember the last one. Like another, um, another outside. But they don't sort of blend very well between them. Um, it can, It's one of those games, because it's got that kind of like hyperlinear, but you can go anywhere. It kind of always feels like you're in a loading corridor. <laughs> it just it just always feels like wherever you're going next, is it's currently loading the next bit. Um, yeah. And you're just doing, you're just like doing some like animations in between the two. Um uh, which is a strange feeling to have at all times. Yeah, um, it's, it's just rel- it's consumable trash. <laughs> you bring up a good point though, there where you mentioned that you can go anywhere, um, which I love. This game it opens you up and it just says pick a place, and you go to that place. Well, I guess that's not fully true, is it? It's not really. Um, you're free to explore wherever you want. You are limited to certain areas, <laughs> areas at certain yeah. times. But I do love a game that just says, go, you know. Yeah, it, it gives you some sort there. of at least some illusion of choice, which is nice enough. But it's, it, is, it is just kind of like, there are, you, there are four zones. You have to go to all four of them. Um, and they all connect. So which end do you want to start from? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it doesn't, it's not like you're making any real decision. Um yeah, hilariously, I think that was a point that I sort of noted to myself when I first started playing, and now having played more of it, realized it's not not actually true. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, some of the dialogue was weird. The boss dialogue's weird. I remember the first uh, platform I went to was the concubine boss fight, which is just sort of sexy illusionist boss oh yeah and uh, <laughs> you know i'd been playing for about a half an hour and i'd known this elica character for like 30 minutes and the concubine was going uh, you crave her but all she knows is purpose i was like yo i've known this girl for 30 minutes <laughs> like this dialogue seems so out of place there's no craving no um so I guess that is a bit of a uh, downside of this let you go anywhere sort of game. Yeah, I mean, that dialogue would have happened half an hour or 45 minutes in. Or, so. or like <laughs> two hours. Mm, I think I think you get through like the first four zones within like an hour or an hour and a half maybe. Oh, I, I didn't. But I, I didn't. I started going deeper into them rather than across. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, is that even possible? Don't you have to like do them all and then no, you, you don't get a power all. up? You just have to get 60 orbs and then you can go back to the temple, unlock some new spots, 
uh, which is what I did. As an in, unlock some new areas deeper within the tree. Mm. Rather than uh, do all four first. Um, yeah, and the only other notable thing I can remember about this is that the the actual ending is in DLC, which you now cannot buy. <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> yeah, it's not on Steam. I oh, never put it on the Jesus PC Jesus Christ. Um, uh, so, well, I guess you... Yeah, maybe you still can on the PS3, PSN store. Um, but if you're playing the PC version, you get like a crappy ending. <laughs> um, oh, that's insane. And you can't even chuck the 10 quid to get the extra content. That is awful. Yeah, wild. Uh, terrible. The terrible. whole time I was terrible. playing this game, I was wondering if uh, at any point in this game you need to collect all of the orbs of light. Yeah. I don't to see the end. Think so, because that would be um, hell. Um, yeah. These so basically, you when you enter an area, it's all like corrupted and sad, and then you get to sort of the top of it or whatever the sort of body of it. And uh, what's her name? Elika. Yeah. Um, she does a th she does some sort of uh, magic and rejuvenates the zone, and it gets all nice and green and grassy. Imagine and these... what it would look like. If a female character used magic to elevate a zone, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. She has some sort of an orgasm. It gets green and then you carry on and like you go pick up all the orbs. They appear after this because I think that like recharges her is the law they use. Mm. Um, she, she gets a bit knackered uh, <laughs> and, and then you go pick up all these orbs. But they, yeah, they just kind of start appearing and like um, they all are lovingly hand placed in exactly the uh exact path the linear path that you will be running across um but um paths sort of cross over from one way to another so if you decide to go in one direction um you'll miss a whole section of things mm. that takes you in the other direction so like i don't know how like how much yeah and you have to get a certain amount before you can unlock the next power up but yeah i cannot imagine can... you need to get all of them and, and the that worst thing about it is that they uh, are unlocked in the space once you have uh, rejuvenated it. So that means mm. that you spend, you know, however long navigating this space only for it to uh, be like, okay, now you get to navigate this same space again back to back to collect these orbs. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, but even more so, it's like, not only have you already been through the space, but when all the orbs appear, which is the thing you need, you need to move to the next space. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, so it's yeah. like, and now, now leave. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, I need to get the orbs, don't I? <laughs> um, it's a, it's a terrible system. It, it's, it's it does a feel a terrible, like it's a bit backwards. System. And they should probably be there pre, pre-orgasm, not post. But yes, there you go. exactly. Or just always. Well, just get rid of the orbs. I don't think you need it's the orbs. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing's repetitive enough. You don't, don't need us to collect run through orbs. it twice. It's not like it's not like the orbs are there to kind of like coins in a Mario level to sort of guide you as to where to go. Like it's pretty obvious what the route is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Anyway. <laughs> but I do kind of like this game. Like yeah, I, know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't um <laughs> I wouldn't have picked it if I, I've mostly ragged on it, but I wouldn't have picked it um, if I didn't kind of like it. Um, 
I think probably as I was saying at the top of the show, like I just just enjoy like a casual climby game. Um, I want more climbing games in general. That whether it's this sort of prescriptive animation stuff or if it's a little bit more freeform, I like both. Um, so I like checking them out from time to time, seeing what's going on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I had fun too, to be honest. And they do some nice little uh, things like. Um, the one that sticks in my mind is the poles, like jumping to a pole in like Sands of Time, jumping to a pole was one of the most nightmarish things because you jump on a pole. I mean, if you played a video game with any kind of climbing, you've experienced that feeling of like, now I want to jump off the pole in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to like shimmy around the pole, make sure I'm in the right way, pointed towards the ledge. And then am I pressing away from the pole or towards the camera? And then pressing X to jump off. In this game, when you jump to a pole, he spins around it and immediately faces in the other direction. And he just press X again and he jumps off in that way, which feels good. And it's a nice little great. fix um, of that annoying little issue. And um, I tell you what, it's, it works amazingly um, when it does that 90% of the time. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but once in a blue moon... He just won't spin around the pole and then you'll just be like <laughs> spam clicking X and then just jump off into the abyss. And sometimes you have to run on the ceiling, which is always kind of cool. But it's like, I don't know how you're doing this, buddy. Mm. Then again, he is running on a lot of walls as well. So maybe you just He's give good. him credit. He has a uh, just... gauntlet. Come on. Oh, true. He has a gauntlet. That's like half yeah. of the mechanics in this game is based around Slide the fact down that he wall. wears a metal glove. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe I should get a metal glove. Mm, yeah. I can't see any downsides to that. No, I mean, I... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Have, have like, some, like, I don't know, wool in there to keep it cozy. Maybe you've already got one under the Christmas tree. Ho-ho. Metal gauntlet. Amazon. Do you need to put the word metal in? What happens if you don't put the word metal in? Uh, you can I get gauntlet. You, you can get yourself a pair of gauntlets off at Etsy for about 80, 85 quid. But are they like, they're just armor? These are like knight's gauntlets, yeah. Yeah, I want something that allows me to to climb ceilings. <laughs> One with claws. <laughs> I'm going to need to work on my arm strength, but... Prince of Persia. We're seeing a lot of Thanos here. Talking of arm strength, I just got my booster. Oh, oh yeah, you did that today. Mm, just now. How's it feel? How's the arm? Mm, bit painful. Did you do the old spin technique? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out well for you then? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's too early to say, isn't it? We shall see. Um... Cool. You know what you're playing next week? Uh, I'm not playing anything next week, Lockie, because it's the Godi app. Already? I believe so. Okay. you got nothing to play next week. It's the Godi app. Actually, let me just check. I think yeah, you're right. Next week yeah. is next week is the last week before next year. Yeah. Ooh, exciting. Um, so uh, next week, uh, Lockie and I will be going through all of the games that we played for the podcast this year. Um, and narrowing them down to our top five 
each. Right? Regard- yeah. Regardless so, of... Well, um, I'll go over all the games you suggested. I pick a top five. You go over, over all the games that I suggested. Pick a top five. And then we come together and make a uh, top five between us super list of uh, all the games we played this year. And, you know, always the highest quality wait. game is top. What was top last year's list. winner? I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, was it Yakuza? No. Yakuza wouldn't have won. <laughs> you say that, but like... Three weird things of one. I know. I, I, I think I can normally remember the things that have won. It's normally, uh, what have we had? <laughs> I don't remember. Wait, I'm looking now. I think it's worth checking. There are some good ones this year. I made, I made our lists already. Um, yeah. Oh, really? Nice. I, I sent you a link to a Trello, which would make it a lot easier. Um, uh, yes, I'm so just looking at all. That, yeah. Oh, I have no idea. It was it wasn't the Matrix Path of Neo, was it? Hell, maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really need to write these down. These final lists. Also, <laughs> oh, the album artwork you made has Yakuza, Slay the Spire, and Lovely Planet, <laughs> which I don't feel like any of those won. I don't think so. <laughs> I think it might have been. Matrix, Path of Neo? I think. I mean, Matrix I deserved remember. it. All right, I'm on this Trello. What am I looking at? How do uh, I find... Uh... That's this year's. Yeah, yeah. How do I find this year's? Yeah, what did you? Cl- what are you looking at? The Trello front page. No, I know, but like, what, what, is there anything there? No. There's I invited boards. you to... There's three private boards. Oh, hang on. Join workspace? So it should be a Lockie played, a Louie played, and a of the year played. Uh, we should probably not do this on the podcast. Sure. Um, but at the same time. <laughs> we can talk about it immediately afterwards. Like. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that. Um, uh, and that should be good. Um, those episodes are often a little bit longer than our average. So um, uh, I don't know. Go for a walk. Or something. Um, we put this out every week um, on all of the places you might expect. Uh, we have an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Discord. All links to those, as well as our email and a Ko-Fi, if you want to give us a little tip, are in the podcast description. Um, just the tip. Uh, just the tip, please. And um, uh, I think that's everything. Lockie, did you have anything to say? No. Yeah, well, Merry Christmas one and all um is it you have a great day yes and a good festive break have a lovely holiday get it get some time off cool, cool. bye, bye.